That's it. That's it. You know that sound. That is a celebration every time we're on your screen and in your ears. It's a big vibe with Tevin Ty. We're back. Second episode of 2023. I still got to get used to saying that, man. Ah, it's good to be back. Thanks again for all of you that joined us last week. It was great to share a little about our festive season and also kind of our outlook for 2023 and the lessons we, we learned in 2022. Um, again, we have a great show in store for you guys, and you know, these days we kick it off with a really fun fact. So, Tyler, you're gonna kick us off again with another fun fact, yes, sir. So, um, as an English teacher, I felt that this was a an interesting one to come across. So, you know, there's the whole fish fishes debate that's happened. Like, I remember in high school, we were always told the plural of Fish is fish, right? It was yeah, like that's it. I remember, yeah, Miss Unterschlag used to say to us so much. And then I, I've noticed recently that there's been this thing of like, no, you can fish and fishes is correct. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. And mm-hmm. I did it. I don't know why. Okay, I, I didn't do a little digging as usual. Reddit came through for me. So <laughs> the there are scenarios where you can say it, right? So it's a single fish, and then there's plural fish. But if so, the plural of fish is fish. But mm-hmm. when you are referring to more than one species, you can use fishes as plural. So if it's like two or three goldfish, then the correct plural is fish. But if it's like a goldfish and a fighter fish and I can't think of a third, angelfish, for example, then it becomes, you can use fishes in that Fishes case. in the Yeah, tank. yeah. Mm. What's that? Okay, How's that? I think our English teachers... Need to give I us an apology, man. I if think, any... yeah, there's a lot of humble te- English teachers out there eating some humble pie right now. For sure. You For guys sure. have literally been schooled by the grand teacher of them all. This is why Tyler's here, guys. You I know, it's not you. just a pretty face. He's providing expertise. <laughs> <laughs> if any of my students are listening, I hope they took notes because um, they, they tease me about it. Sometimes they're like, oh, yeah, like my one student was joking the other day and he was talking about how like, oh, don't worry, mister, like, when I make it big, you can put your podcast on my, I'll use it as branding, you can sponsor us, you know, I'll plug <laughs> you, don't stress. He's like, oh, I was sponsored by the best podcast in the world, the big vibe. I was like, hey, if you're going to plug us, you must plug us, man, no stress. That's the thing, man, we're putting you guys on, you guys need to remember that. Yeah, for sure, for <laughs> sure. So yeah, that's the fun fact for the day, nice and short and quick one. Um, I think oh, we said brilliant. last week we spoke um, about... Um, kind of setting some goals within the podcast mm. that we wanted to set. Um, yeah. And Tev and I have, have sat and we've come up with three um, main kind of goals that we want to put together. So I'll, I'll run us with the first one and you can do yeah. um, the second and the third one. So the first one that, I, that, I, that we came up with is that we just actually want to continue making content. That's the first goal, right? Um, I think we speak about it quite a lot, you and I, about how it's actually quite challenging to do the pod. Uh, it's fun and everything, but it is quite challenging. And uh, I think it may go unnoticed that making content can be a goal within itself. Um, yeah. And I think that first and foremost is our, our goal, you know, is to, we took a nice long break, of course, but yeah, I think if we can, that can be our first primary goal is to continue making content. At this point in time, our schedules allow us to create weekly content. Yeah. If we have to readjust that, we will. But I, I just want to keep doing it. That should That's the first kind of broad overall goal that I think that we should have. Yeah, and in such a good goal because, I mean, 
in the the world of content there's just so much out there and it's also uh conversely easy to get um stuck in a bit of a rut and doing the same content over and over again which can get tiresome that can get a bit boring so the fact that we're still able to bring something vibrant something new something that piques curiosity and interest that gets our listeners and viewers to kind of challenge their perspective a bit is something that we're going to continue to focus on that's something that we love to do we love to create a conversation and that's exactly what we're going to continue doing this year the second thing that we wanted to do was increase engagement um so we know we have our super fans out there you know we have Aaron we have Barry the, the leaders of the bunch who are always the first to comment ask us um when the, the pods coming out get involved by by sharing their opinions and they honestly are exemplary in that regard and we're hoping to see a lot more of that this year um what we're going to institute and bring in is asking you some questions beforehand so before um the new podcast comes out each week we're going to kind of gauge from you guys and get your um opinions and expertise in some cases yeah on topics that we'll have for the following week's podcast we'll put that on our social media channels and from that we'll um yeah we'll actually feature some of your answers in our our podcast for the following week so not only do you hear our views and opinions but we also looking to be a lot more inclusive get your opinion out there and drive engagements we again we want to provide a an area or a yeah a platform to spark conversation yeah. and this is a community that's exactly what we're looking to do so sure. we're looking forward to putting out some questions each week having you guys give us your thoughts and opinions and then we'll actually chat about that and feature some of those in the following week's podcast and i think i think the nice thing about doing that is that hopefully what ends up happening then is that Firstly, people obviously get a glimpse into what to expect, right? Yeah. Before, before, obviously you don't want to say everything beforehand because then like, why would you listen? Right. But, yeah. <laughs> but if they get an idea of like what, what to expect, I think it's quite cool. Um, and we're going to try and make the questions, um, as engaging as possible. I know Tev has one that he wants to line up for, for next, as soon as next week. Um, and yeah, I, I really also just want to say like, if you have questions that you would like to suggest that'd be dope um but furthermore like if you if there's anything about our structure that you like or that you don't like like we've changed it a few times you know in that we mm. we used to release uh we used to have the more structured what's good in your hood and all that kind of stuff um yeah. and then we started releasing three shorter episodes every week and then we kind of went back to like this kind of format and like a less uh structured kind of thing so yeah, it would be great to hear what people say, um, lengthwise, all that kind of stuff. That that will really, really help us out, I think. Um, and yeah, Ted, number three, three, third goal. Number three is a, a personal goal for the both of us, and that's to increase our subscribers. Yes, you know, sir. there's quite a few of you that have already liked, subscribed on pretty much every platform known to man, uh, and we appreciate your support. Uh, and this year, we're just looking to grow that. We're looking to double that if possible. So currently, I think we're sitting on 57 subscribers on YouTube, as an example. We can get that to 100 by the end of this year. I think that is going to elevate us into another 
kind of uh, level um, yeah. in terms of podcasting. Um, yeah, it's it's something that we looking forward to, and that's why in terms of our hierarchy of goals, it's it's featured slightly lower. Yeah, because ultimately content sharing content and engaging with you guys is what's uh top that's of the first our prize, yeah. to do list yeah yeah so. yeah and i think those are some nice goals humble goals i would say as well mm. i don't think we yeah we're not <laughs> we're not greedy about this we're looking we're staying in our lane, small and as, <laughs> <laughs> as we grow our, our goals would also uh mature and change yeah, so for sure these are the ones we're setting out for this year Let's see how we go about it. And we're looking forward to your input in helping us achieve this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so without further ado, last week also, we spoke a little bit about creating a sense of accountability from one another. Yes. Um, and maybe we, let's start with Tev, because what we, what we basically want to do is we want to set something that we can be every week. We can ask each other. Um, it doesn't have to be at the beginning of the episode, but we can ask the other person, hey, did you do this thing that you have committed to right um yeah with it's kind of related to all the um new year's resolution goals etc so yes. tev uh maybe you can run us through your two or one your accountability what what am i checking on yeah. next week exactly so last week i mentioned that i was looking to improve myself in the creative sphere or at least have more of a creative outlet and that um is incorporated with the podcast and also some personal um things that i'm looking to achieve like my my pet projects if you will uh so the first is to learn something new about the editing software so uh i previously learned um my trade in final cut and now we've gravitated towards davinci resolve and it's such a oof, <laughs> thumbs up thumbs up to davinci resolve it's it's honestly such an amazing um creation tool there's so much there's so many layers to it so if i could learn something new about it each week i think that's a really interesting goal um yeah. and hopefully i can implement that into the podcast yeah. so if i can learn one or two things a week hopefully you guys can notice it yeah. if not i'll just give some yeah. feedback as to what I have learned. And then the second thing is I want to get better at um, creative writing. So whether that goes on to become screenplays, short stories, whatever it is, I think I'm going to start off small, look to write uh, either a poem or a really short story and have that as my creative outlet. That way I can also improve on my um, vocab and yeah, get a sense of expressing myself. Quite like so those are my two and how about you man so my one that i'm going to put on um for us to for you to check on every week um maybe i'll be i'll be soft on you with the creative writing i won't check every week you know what i'm saying like i'll, I'll <laughs> yeah. check in on that but the da vinci thing i quite i think is quite cool um uh, i think they're both cool but yeah i won't put too much pressure on the creative writing for you um in terms Thanks, of mine, <laughs> in terms of mine, um, this week I kind of sat down and, um, you know, I thought about like how good, uh, it felt to be back on the pod and just to, to be talking and stuff. And, you know, I realized that there was some stuff that I said in the, in the pod that, you know, like maybe I want to 
elaborate on or or extend something on and i listen to a lot of podcasts and i read quite a lot of like blogs um <clears throat> to be honest quite heavily arsenal related but nonetheless so i mm -hmm. sat down and i started putting together a new little website um <clears throat> for my own personal i want to use it as a at this point in time it will be like i'll i want to write a piece for that website every week um, whether that be in the form of blogs, um, I may also just like make some videos and attach it to that. Basically, I just want to create a space where I can publish an idea every week. Um, so for example, I've already started building the website for it. Um, so the first piece that I'm going to be publishing will be, I'm hoping to do it before next week, before we record the next part. Um, in which I will be writing about, uh, last week, remember, we spoke about what we were reflecting on from 2022. Um, and the one yeah. that I said was the uh, people serving different purposes in our lives and how that's okay. And I started writing a piece about that. And I think that'll be my flagship um, post that I'll be putting out there. Um, so what I'd like you to do is to check on me every week and just to ask me if I've actually written another piece for it um you know and then i'll create a twitter account and a facebook account um probably and me whatever and i'll plug it there um but yeah, yeah. that's basically basically what i want to do there's a few pieces i already have in mind but yeah, yeah and then i was thinking if when you're feeling comfortable and confident we can have like feature pieces where we like if you just send it to me and then i just post it up on there um yeah yeah so that's kind of the space that i'm looking to to create um you know i always i really like that and yeah um in terms of your spectrum of topics are they going to vary are you looking to keep the same theme in um, terms of being like relationship based or personal no i think they're going to vary quite until i find out what it exactly it is i'm trying to create um yeah. i think I'm, it will vary i definitely want to write a little bit about like some sports arsenal premier league yes. etc um i already have my first arsenal piece that i want to write about as well and what I'm trying to do is I want to write pieces that are evergreen uh, in that I don't just want to create like content that lasts for a few days. I, I want it yeah. to be that at any point you can go back and check. Actually, Katia has a really, really nice um, blog space that she uses already. Um, I know she wants to write more in it, but uh, her, her thing called Floating Lamps, um, where she also has like quite, yeah, just I just gave her a like, really? shout-out. Like yeah, that. Yeah, like you know what I do? Uh, so, yeah, I actually also want to do that. So it will be a variety of content until I figured out what exactly it is. Um, I didn't have the... When I first started thinking about creating the podcast, I was thinking about making an Arsenal podcast. But I didn't want to just do another Arsenal podcast. AFTV. You yeah. know, yeah, or, or Arsenal Vision or Art Blog. There's so many. And then I was like, you know, I also do want to talk about it. So I was like, you know, it can be both. You know, I can still have the space to express it. So, yeah, that's what that's, that's my accountability um, for next week. Um, I like that. And it's I, I, I like the fact that you're making evergreen content. And a lot of um, kind of what we speak about and now um, the topic that you you mentioned you were writing about is something so pertinent to so many people. I think a, a lot of people can't always either find the words to express why it is that they're struggling or having challenges with um, people and the, the roles that they serve in their lives. And mm. having someone 
kind of lay lay it out um give an account for what the situation looks yeah. like and the the possible uh solutions or outcome measures in which you can yeah. um, explore is is really important and really valuable information in yeah so in a time such as this so i'm looking me. forward to reading it personally myself yeah um so yeah i think that's a, an awesome check awesome on me to, check on me and i will next week to express uh, that creative this week i'll be i'll be doing it i think uh, i'm almost done with that piece it's actually quite difficult to articulate yeah. some ideas but it's it's um yeah it's going well so now we're going to move into our um kind of question on the week as i said um from yeah. next week hopefully our question is more engaging but this one i can engage with tev um so I know that you at the moment are doing, while you've been finishing your degree, you've been doing a lot of like yes. more like freelancing work, kind of like uh, the the jobs that come along and you were doing that. But now I know that this year you're trying to shift yourself and um, you mentioned wanting to, you know, try your hand at, you know, like more specific skills um, that yeah. you've been learning about and stuff. So I read this article about how Gen Zers um, won't even apply to, a job if the salary isn't listed. So there's um, basically the headline is all about how recent and upcoming graduates want to know how much a role will pay before they even apply for the job. So my question to you is like, I mean, obviously money is important. We know, we know that money is important. Yeah. How do you feel about this? Do you feel like before you apply for whatever the next job is uh, that you need to know what it's paying before you apply? I think so. And I always found this to be such a curious thing. Um, why is there so much beating around the bush when it comes to salary? And more often than not, a job post would always say competitive salary um, as a pay range. What is that? Competitive. You're asking me to go and do <laughs> the homework into researching that. And even if I find, let's say, a digital marketer pays thirty thousand dollars a year as an example yeah. if i'm using the resources i find online like payscale or glassdoor or whatever you have it as my reference point to finding what the typical salary is what guarantee do i even have that you're gonna either match that or pay above that give me some kind of reference point yeah. as to what i can expect for yeah. the role yeah. because you've outlined quite extensively what my requirements are yeah having been five years plus in an agency role you yeah, need to have yeah. these set of skills you need to know this kind of software so you've given me a very thorough layout of the requirements yeah it's the least that people can do yeah yeah um, i agree trying to get my buy-in um and generally you'd only find that in the interview yes um so i i do have a bit of irritation um with a lot of job posts I'm not going to say it always turns me off from it, um, mainly because if the job spec, if that's something that I'm really keen on, yeah, I'd then move into the next yeah. step. So almost put that question on hold until I'm in the room with mm, the relevant mm. people to ask yeah. it. But I think it should be standard practice for every company that's put out a job post yeah. to list the salary. Mm. Just so it, I think... Um, for no other reason, but for people to plan, plan their lives, yeah. man. Yeah. Um, like back home, you'd get these outrageous offers for, um, 
what salary range would be post the interview. Yeah. Only once you're essentially about to sign your, your contract, do you find out, oh, as a um, candidate attorney, I'm only earning five grand a month. Yeah. What's that going to get me yeah. if my rent is already 6K, my petrol's another 2K, yeah. I'm paying medical insurance for another 3K, yeah. I'm operating at a loss here. Yeah. So it's really important to give people all the relevant information for them to make the yeah. Yeah. informed decision. Yeah, no, I think I agree. Um, but I, I do also kind of think there's two two thoughts that I had while you were talking. The one is like, I completely agree about getting in the room, especially if it's like a really... So, I mean, you know now with the small odds and ends that you've been doing, those jobs yeah. really tell you what you're getting paid for that yeah. kind of hour or two hours, five hours, however long they estimate that you're going to be working for. So there, yeah. they're willing to tell you, we're going to pay you 10 pounds or 15 pounds or 100 pounds or whatever it is that they're paying you. Um, but when it comes to more specific, like you said, with your with your dream to wanting to get more into like sports media, like if like Man City came to you and they they like like if they posted a job that was like we're looking for a uh, um, a junior uh, digital marketing position or whatever, mm. you're not gonna be email them and be like hi I saw this post how much do you pay before I apply like you would never <laughs> yeah you're gonna go. you know <laughs> you're gonna call yeah just be like bro. I'll, I'll work for free exactly. if that's what needs to be <laughs> to start off. <laughs> so I think, I think that is an important factor is like mm. realizing like what the job is. Um, and then the second thought I had was that maybe some jobs, and I don't think this is an excuse, but maybe in some cases we should have an idea of what we should expect. So yeah, like I've now been teaching for five years, um, three of which have been in Thailand, um, both at like a semi international and a very international school and i kind of know what the going rate is based on all these factors so i'll know kind of going i'll kind of know and i'll check the school itself and i'll kind of know like more or less what area it should be in um but then you know again like you don't want to you make an assumption and then they're like actually nah we pay much less than that but yeah, those are my two thoughts is one is the job itself. And two, maybe they expect people to have some sort of idea, um, you know, kind of coming into it. That's true. And going off your second point, I think sometimes it almost acts as a crutch um, or a, a get out of jail free card for companies. Yeah. So more often than not, you'll go through the application process and then there'll be a specific question saying, what are your desired um, salary expectations for this role? So before... You see the job post, say, on LinkedIn and it says competitive salary. And then yeah. once you apply and you're now working through the actual application, you'll say, what's your desired um, annual salary yeah. for this position? Yeah. I think they get out of jail free card. It's if you're coming in hot. So even if you've found what the average um, pay is for this position, if you say, okay, cool, another grand hire, yeah. boom. Yeah you're automatically kind of cut off or disqualified because they assume that you're either asking for too much yes. or you aren't specifically yes. spot on yes. for what the, the going rate is. Yeah. So I, I do hate the, the smoke and mirrors of it all. Mm. I would love transparency. Even if you say, look, the basic you're going to um, get per month is this amount, under, yeah. yeah, let's say it's under the going rate. You, 
if the going rate is 20k a year you guys can expect a 15k yeah okay yeah. cool now i can set my expectations to a realistic yeah like height or, mm. or standard yeah and thereafter if you see that i have uh, sufficient skills or even something that's over and above what you're asking for in yeah. terms of my experience or just my general know-how for a position then we can negotiate in the room and i can say actually i think i deserve the 20k yeah it would be but great at least put it out there man. it would be great if we could get like an hr kind of person onto the show um, mm. to have this kind of conversation with them you know like people that understand like a little bit more than us um so yeah if anyone's listening and they do have any information on this that would be fantastic to hear about but i thought just yes. a fun little yes. question um but we this week wanted to talk a little bit of sport as well um so let's yes. go Ted. run us in oh mate. man whip out the south african flag because it's being flown sky high here in england yes sir um, the south african international lyle foster yeah. has signed a deal with the championship club burnley mm -hmm. so he'll be playing under Vincent's Vincent company, company yeah. um oh yeah the legend <laughs> and he is now the most expensive south african player of all time oh yeah i think it was an 11 million pound fee jeez um, for his signature uh he came in from a belgian club i think it was i'll get you the name now okay so it's not actually from south africa it's not from a south african yeah, so he, um, a quick rundown of his um, footballing history, he was part of the Orlando Pirates Academy. Okay. And then he went on loan to Monaco, I believe, and he was in Monaco for a, a few seasons before going to the Portuguese division. And from the Portuguese division, he went on loan to his previous club, which was, um, I'll give you the name now, something with it. W um, in the Belgian West, leagues, um, yes, KVC Westerloo, yeah, um, in Belgium, and having really displayed his quality in the league, um, I think he caught the eye of a few clubs around the world, and Burnley were the ones lucky enough to to pick him oh, up. Right. They actually had such an amazing um, announcement video, and credit to Burnley FC. I think even in the summer transfer, it was uh, a real masterclass yeah. in uh, production. So this one, if you guys haven't seen it, it's um, based on the Shrek <laughs> animation video <laughs> where uh, the prince is speaking to the m mirror on the mm. wall. Uh, I won't give too much away. You guys can go and see yeah. it probably on YouTube as well as Burnley's social media pages. but yeah yeah I, I just want to give compliments to lyle i wish him the very best i'm actually look, gonna try and go to a game to see him play of course live, yeah if possible yeah nice. uh, and you'll see me flying my sa flag nice 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 give him some time there, but give him some time to get into the the starting mm, squad into, you know like um and yeah. i know they are up for they're looking good for promotion at this point in time yeah so hopefully hopefully he gets to be in the premier league man that'll be sick do you know much exactly. about him have you watched him play have you followed his career much or... i've seen him play a few games so he plays as a striker mm -hmm. uh, center forward he is um quite exciting i think there's a lot of quite a high ceiling for him okay to, um kind of grow is he like into. more of like a like a lanky kind of box striker box or what's he like more like eddie and ketia what's his style 
Yeah, I'd say he's he's kind of the the um, focal point of the attack. Okay, he's quite a. I think he's one one point eight yeah. uh, meters tall, but very good at um, taking on a defender, getting the ball out of his feet really quickly. Okay, knows where the goal is. Okay, um, so very exciting. Nice one. Forward to seeing what he does in the championship. And in keeping with theme of football, yep. um, I think quite a few people might, a few might not, know about the new football league that Gerard Pique started. So Gerard Pique, ex-Barcelona star, Spanish uh, international that retired recently, he has started off something called the Kings League. Yeah. And what the Kings League is, is a seven-a-side tournament that was set up by Pique. It consists of 12 teams, each playing 11 matches before a playoff for the title. The games take place every Sunday, and it started on the 1st of Jan this year. Okay. Um, quite a few notable names. Uh, we have Sergio Aguero, who unfortunately had a, uh, his career cut short due to that heart condition, but he's up and running again. He's the president of a team called Kuni Sports. Okay. And we also have a notable name, Ike Casillas. He's the president of a team called 1KFC. Nice. Uh, the matches are streamed on Twitch, and squads include a mix of ex-players and Spanish influencers. Okay. There was actually uh, a La Liga player who went to play um, one of these matches. And because he's obviously um, contracted solely yeah, for his, yeah. <laughs> his actual team in La Liga. He had to play as a masked man. So yeah. he had uh, a Luchadorian mask on. Very and mysterious. Because he wears tattoos. Exactly. Uh, because he wears tattoos, he had to wear long sleeve and gloves. So there wasn't any um, indication of who he could be. Mm -hmm. There was a lot of speculation of who he was. Some people thought it was Isco, given his lack of game time. That, he now had uh, an opportunity to express himself in this league. Um, other shouts were Dennis Suarez. Uh, I think he played for Salta Vigo. It was also the mm. uh, Arsenal, Arsenal loan yeah. stage. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I find that really interesting yeah. that you'd have um, an active league and not it being one of these kind of like testimonial yeah. once in a yeah. blue moon type setups. Um would you pay money to watch yeah. X pros? I think I think I would. Yeah, I think, run I think I think I would. Yeah, in a seven aside format, um, X pros. Yeah, I, I think I would. I, I think also there must be a certain standard that he has. Like not any team can just enter mm. the league. So I think in general the quality of the yeah. football will be pretty good. One hundred percent. I think I paid for it. I did see. I saw this story before you said that you wanted to talk about it, but I saw it in a different context. Um, yeah, Shakira. Everybody by now should know that <laughs> <laughs> that Gerard Piquet, um, uh, he was he committed some infidelity. Let's just say, um, and he cheated on Shakira, yeah. and um, she came out with that. Yes, this track, I suppose, not, where she was yeah. like, you traded in a Rolex for a Casio. And then he got Casio to sponsor this league. And then she was like, "You also something you, you were right. You were driving a Maserati. Now you're driving a, like a, a Fiat, a or, Fiat something. or something like that. And then he yeah. bought one and he started driving one. I'm like, the pettiness of this man. 
yes like the day up, 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 you know and now he recently posted a picture of him and his new girlfriend um so yeah that's where i heard about it but i think yeah I, I think i would pay to go to something like this i don't know how much um but i would pay um <clears throat> i think i'd pay you paying you go yeah i think so man because you, you're still getting people that are slightly just um over their prime so mm. recent um retirees i think like in aguero who yeah, was yeah. only about, about a season uh, and you're not watching like these old fat guys like no offense to the old legends <laughs> like respect 100 percent. but sometimes those testimonial games i'm like yo these guys i know exactly man good. and it's i think people hold into the nostalgia like i think it was was it last year where you had the battle of the north and i think it was liverpool versus manchester legends yes manchester united versus liverpool legends and more often than not ah it's not a great game to see mm. i think it's nice to see that um these ex-pros still have a love for the game but it's not something that i would necessarily yeah. throw I think, money at. i think um also if it's like more in a league format with, I mean, not that I think, I'm sure there must be some sort of prize. I don't know if it's money or I don't know what it is, but mm. PK will have set it up in a way that there's, there's something there. I think the fact yeah. that there's also that sort of level of competitiveness will also, you know, the testimonial games are invitational. So it is also like, exactly. you've got to understand, you know, people having, yeah. So having fun yeah. coming to have a laugh. Yeah. yeah, for sure. So, but it's a cool... Yeah, very interesting to see that um, this is another form of the game. I know we were previously chatting in one of our earlier episodes of how hybrid football and just the world of sports yeah. is becoming these days. And, you know, with futsal, we have five-a-side, and now you're actually getting big-name players in a 7 yeah. eight side. Yeah. You see. Which is nice. Exactly. You know, I think it is nice. Doing. I think a lot of us sometimes think it's that... Okay. Some players maybe, although they cannot, can no longer come, and they probably feel the same way, although they can no longer run with the 21-year-olds of the world, they probably think they still have a lot to give. And this format seems like a nice idea. Um, you know, you don't want to have like an old boys league. That would be too much. But like exactly. this kind of thing, it's like, you know, a lot of people have the sentiment of Aguero gone too soon, uh, end of the league, mm. uh, lots of injuries towards the end of his career, etc., etc. Yeah. Um, so it like actually gives a chance for those players to land softly, if that makes sense. Exactly, exactly. And I guess uh, similarly with the conversation we had in hybrid sports, in sports not just being for a purist, but including that entertainment value and looking to market itself towards the younger viewers with it being streamed on Twitch, that plays into the, the gaming industry yeah. and a lot of the millennials. Yeah. So. No, that's cool. Fair play to him. I like Fair that. Let's keep an eye on that and see. I wonder if it will be broadcast and stuff. Um, he has a fair amount of money, mm. although apparently Bartha still owes him some money. He has a fair amount of money to make <laughs> it to make it run smooth. Um, so yeah, let's check that out. And with Castillo behind the brand, uh, <laughs> let's see what happens there. Um, so I have um a am I the bad guy situation? We've done this once before, where with our Christmas episode where I read, I find these on uh, Reddit and I read them out to Tev and then I ask him what he thinks about the scenario and if yeah. he thinks that this person in this case is the bad guy. Um, so basically I'll read it for you. So am I the bad guy for wanting to postpone my wedding till my fiance gets rid of his braces? So my fiance, a 25 year old male has braces. He refused to get them when he was a 
teenager because he feared people would make fun of him. But he finally accepted to get them after the dentist told him clearly that it wouldn't be recommended to replace his extracted teeth till he fixes his crooked ones. The issue is that our wedding was supposed to be coming up soon, but now I plan to postpone it till my fiance gets rid of his braces. I have nothing against him wearing braces. I even encouraged him to get them to finally fix his bad teeth. But did you ever see a groom wearing braces at his wedding? I don't think so. I thought my fiance would be understanding, but instead he got mad at me and accused me of being ashamed of him. That's obviously not true. I just want our wedding photos to be as aesthetically pleasing as possible. And that's why I want to postpone our wedding till his braces come off. I also told him he could have avoided all of this if he got invisible braces, but he said these were much more expensive and he wanted to save the money specifically for our wedding and honeymoon and didn't think his finances would be so shallow to care about his fiance, sorry, would be so shallow to care about it. He ended up saying that if I postpone the wedding now, I might as well just call it off altogether, which I think is incredibly unfair of him to do. But maybe I should have insisted on this issue earlier. Am I the bad guy? What are your mm, thoughts? Mm, 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 mm. This lady's name should be Addis or like Kikita because she's trash, yeah. bro. She is trash. <laughs> Throw her away. Yeah. What? Yeah. Are you serious? Knowing, firstly, knowing what this means um, for her partner, yeah. already having the um, he's he's already in a place of some some shame insecure, for having right? to firstly have yeah. the braces on. Yeah. so he's insecure. And, the cost of a wedding, you know the cost yeah. of a wedding. I know the cost of a wedding. This isn't something that you can just make on a... Yeah, you're not going to just change change your mind on yeah. the day. Yeah. Or, or in, a, in a month's time. It's something that is an extreme investment. Yeah. There are so many associated costs. Not only the costs, but just the logistics of it all. How how do you just base everything off the fact that your your fiance is wearing braces? I think it's extremely shallow. I yeah. think that she's definitely the the bad guy yeah. uh, in the situation, and I think she really needs to get over herself. Yeah, yeah. I'm on. I'm on the. Cut it loose, man. Cut it loose. Um, to be honest with you, you, I think like last week you were talking about communication, right? And I kind of feel like this whole thing, I feel like it's so unfair of her because it's sort of like if you had said to him beforehand, like, I support you getting this, but this is the problem that I foresee. But wait. Yeah. So obviously yeah. They, they were already engaged before he got the braces. She exactly. knew that he was getting the braces and she's like, oh, I support you, my love. Like, do what you need to do. Cool. Like, are you sure? Yeah, cool. Okay. So he goes and he puts these braces in. Then it's like, oh, now we need to postpone it. Oh, but, you know, why didn't you get invisible braces and all these things? I'm like, but this is a conversation that should have happened when I asked you in the first place, are you okay with this? You should have said exactly. to me, you should have been honest with me and been like, I, I'm fine with it, but I care about the wedding in this way and that way. And don't worry if the yeah. invisible ones, this is where the compromise would have come in, right? It would have been like, don't worry if the invisible ones are more expensive. We'll make it work. You know? We'll, yeah. We'll make the budget work around that. So 
Yeah, and even when she's like, you, you, have you ever seen a groom wearing braces in his wedding photos? Braces I just, wedding I don't think so. I just want our Aesthetic. wedding photos to be as, as aesthetically, aesthetically pleasing. pleasing as possible. No. Come on, man. Because that's the thing. Like you said, if she had an issue with it prior, then there needs to be some kind of compromise for yeah. it. So you say, cool. I want you to get the invisible braces. That means that we're gonna not have a an open cheese board. Yeah. Or yeah. we're not gonna have the Don Perignon yeah. champagne. Yeah. We're not gonna have Ace of Spades yeah. or whatever it is. They would have been away. Go back to chasing the Rue, guys. Mm. That's it. That's our compromise. Yeah. They would. <laughs> I mean, chat it through. <laughs> chat through it, man. And honestly, there are there are areas that you can cut back on that. Um, didn't have to be um, didn't have to be an inclusion for yeah. the wedding. Yeah, I mean, there's so many tiers yeah. in um, the costs and the, in the, the wedding yeah. plan yeah. that that can be worked around. Like for sure, and I think that's that's also the the important thing. I don't think that her um, viewpoint on the wedding is solely for the two of them. Yeah. More often than not, when it comes to weddings, you'd find that weddings, what you'd think a wedding should be, being the focus on the bride and groom solely becomes about everyone yeah. else. It becomes an individual thing. And that's something that this um, couple need to, mm. need to remind themselves yeah. of. It's their wedding. Yeah. They are the ones that are able to dictate what's done, how it's done. Yeah what and ultimately aesthetics ultimately let's be fair like braces don't look that bad i mean look i know they're not ideal in a lot of situations but it's not bad in like i don't think they're that bad and looking back yeah, on it it's... if your if your wedding is success or if your not wedding is successful if your marriage is successful you'll look back on those photos and it will always be like your memories won't be attached to like oh what a great day i just wish I didn't have braces. It, he didn't have braces on. Like that, right? So it just feels That's, like, nah, nah, cut it loose, mate. The least, one of the least important things on the day. Yeah. And I mean, it's not like, like you said, it's, it's such, um, such a small visual thing. Yeah. It's not like, uh, I don't know exactly what the complete piece is called. Oh, yeah, you know, that, like in Finding yes, Nemo. The, the, <laughs> I think it's Finding yeah. Nemo with the girl and she has the yeah. whole, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, that entire set up happening on her face it's not yeah. as bad as that yeah. so I, I really think that she could be a little more understanding of the situation you met it's ultimately it's about the person that you marry yeah more than anything yeah. though yeah no nah, the character the heart that you have for this person far outweighs what the finer aesthetics yeah. or whatever this woman's talking nah. about so yes yeah, she needs to get over herself and yeah not have to postpone what is potentially one of the greatest days of their lives. Yeah, no, for sure. I agree. I agree. And um, so let's do our final little part here. Um, actually, a short, I think this will probably be the shortest episode that we publish. Um, mm -hmm. If I look at our timing right now, but that's no problem. We also, you know, it's been a really cool episode. We had some nice flow. So I'm going to end us off on a nice little uh, quote that I saw that I think um, would be a good uh, thought for everyone. Um, and yeah, so here it goes. Um, a bottle of water can be 50 cents at a supermarket, 
$2 at a gym, $3 at the movies, and $6 on an airplane. The same water. Only thing that changed its values was the place. So the next time you feel your worth is nothing, maybe you're at the wrong place. Sure. thought that was quite nice, eh? Yeah, like, I quite like that, man. Like That is... That's so cool. Just being that in the right so place, you know, cool. just kind of taking care of yourselves. Um, and I think, yeah, that I think is a nice, like, little note to leave it on because the people that are still here uh, are our people and we feel that they're in the right place. Um, you know, and yeah, that's, oh, yeah, I just thought a nice way to just wrap it up here. Yeah, I love you that you're reminding people of their, of their worth, man. You guys, each and every one of you are incredible. Um, you serve such an important role. Yeah in your respective communities and i hope each of you know that i hope that you're told exactly how much you're valued and loved and and if not yeah, man, we'll you're important. You, we love you we love you guys um, we love you for sure <laughs> and i think that's a really nice place for us to leave it for this week um yeah we will be posting up a question so look out for that um please share it uh, even if you feel like just if it's a question that you discuss with someone else and then you come back and give us the answer we, we'd love that um and yeah let us know how you feel about the content the way we're doing things we're keen to hear it um yeah we didn't actually say it at all in this episode but yeah i think by now we know please like the video subscribe to the channel share it i think we kind of did in the beginning but share it with your friends um whatever you need to do to make it happen we appreciate everything that you do and yeah that's it from me Thank you guys. Thank you for sticking with us. Um, all the links below to our social channels. And we'll see you again next week. Have a great week, yeah, guys. Keep vibing.